All right, what's this say right here? That was pretty good, guys. I'm proud of you. All right, so we're going to continue. I'm not even going to harass you about it. That was great. We're going to continue a new, or our series that we started a couple of weeks ago. Pastor Jason was here last week. We kind of took a break because I didn't think we were going to be here, and then all kinds of stuff was going down. So uh, anyway, and oh, really quick, I meant to update you guys on this as well before we get going, is uh, we've had a lot of families here in the last few weeks. They've gotten COVID, um, and it's been a journey walking through this. And we actually lost uh, one of our Oasis family members to COVID earlier this weekend, and uh, his name was Aaron Sorrell. And uh, I wanted to let you guys know that, let you know we're loving on the family. We're loving on his parents. We're loving on his fiance Amber. And uh, it has been a long weekend dealing with all that. And so uh, I wanted to let you guys know we're going to be doing a memorial service here sometime in September. We wanted to let you know and we're going to honor his life. And I uh, got to speak with his parents yesterday and uh, obviously been walking with Amber through everything as well. And uh, your generosity is really helping this situation as well. And uh, I, I love our church and the heart behind our church. I've been getting text messages all weekend, all week, like, hey, uh, how can we help Amber? How can we do this? And, and I love that. Don't stop being that, all right? I wanted to update you on that, though, and be praying for them uh, as we move forward and everything, and I'll update you on a memorial service, all right? So habits. We're going to talk again about habits tonight. Last time we talked, man, we talked about how successful people do consistently what other people or what normal people do occasionally, right? We talked about how that relates to your health, how that relates to your relationships, your relationship with God, your finances. Successful people in every area of life do things consistently that normal people, maybe unsuccessful people, do occasionally. And so we talked about how, man, we gotta be people that don't, we don't set do goals, right? We don't say, hey, I'm gonna read the whole Bible next week, right? No, we're gonna set who goals. I wanna be a godly person. And once we get our identity right, once we can kind of figure out, okay, this is who God wants me to be, then we can start to create the systems that God wants to give us in order to be the people that uh, he's called us to be. And so before we get started, I want us to think really quickly, what was the last normal day you had? Okay, it may have, for me, it was probably Thursday, to be honest with you. Thursday, I had a very normal day. Every day since then has been a little weird. But okay, I want you to think about your last normal day. Everybody, you got it? You think about your last normal day? Okay, nod, wave, something. Okay, good. Now, I want you to think about everything you did during that day, all right? Everything you did during that day, it may have looked something a little bit like this if you're like me, okay? Uh, maybe you, you, got, you woke up, your phone goes off. How many use your phone for your alarm, okay? Great, okay, your phone goes off. Well, now you have to touch your phone in order to turn the alarm off. So you have your phone in your hand, you turn your alarm off, and what's the first thing you do? What's the first thing you do? Breathe, all right? You go to Instagram, you go to Facebook, can I get an amen from somebody, right? You're going, you're scrolling, don't lie to me, okay? None of y'all are that spiritual, all right? So you get on Instagram, you get on Facebook, you're scrolling around, all of a sudden you've stayed in bed for an extra 45 minutes, you get up, you, you, all of a sudden you're frantic, like, oh man, I gotta get the kids up now, or the kids are probably already awake if you live at our house, and they've been awake since like 5.30, and they're not allowed out of the room until seven. So anyway, uh, they, they, they're making noise, like, oh, just be quiet in there, and then we get, we're in a bad mood. All of a sudden, oh man, I got to shower uh, or I got to go work out. And then I got to go shower. And oh man, now it's 930. I got to go to work now and write. Oh, what am I going to write about? 
I don't know, habit sounds good, right? And we'll write about it. And then all of a sudden, oh, I got to come home, I'll eat lunch, and then I'll leave again. And then I'll come back and I'm just tired. I'm tanked now. I've maybe gotten a text message that was upsetting or a phone call that was upsetting. I'm exhausted. I come home and I have to have something left in the tank to get the family through the rest of the day. And the kids, they haven't seen me all day. So they're hanging on me, poking me and asking me to do things. Look at this. I drew this today. Look at what we did at school. And I'm empty. I don't have anything left in the tank. Well, all of a sudden it's finally ready for dinner time. Stephanie's cooked an amazing meal. As always, we eat. It, typically it's pretty good. I ain't gonna lie. It's pretty good. We, we do this and, and we finally get the kids to bed. They come out. They need everything as they're going to bed. They're thirsty. They can't walk anymore. They're sick. They have to go to the bathroom again. It's too cold. It's too hot. I, I don't want this blanket. Want it all happens at nighttime, right? They finally, we yell at them enough. They go to bed. They get in bed. And now Stephanie and I are like, I just want to watch something trashy on TV. Not like bad trashy, but like married at first sight. I, I'd like, I want to watch other people's lives fall apart. And then we go to bed. We get in bed, you know, and, and you know, if you, I'm not going to go there. You try to make a move. It doesn't go well, right? And then you go to bed mad. And then all of a sudden you wake up and you do it all over again. Does any of that sound familiar to anybody? Come on, be honest. We've all been there. Someone's calling me. All right. Another church planner, to be honest with you. It was. It was our friends from Neo Church that we wouldn't help paint their church. Um, and so all of us have normal days like that, right? Well, I'm about to throw a mind grenade at you, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blow your mind a little bit. Here's what we know. Much of what you normally do isn't a result of conscious choices, but a result of daily habits. Much of what you do is not a result of conscious choices. Hardly anything in that story I just told was a conscious choice. It was something that I do every day, right? It was something that you might do every single day. Day. In fact, the great Duke University, I'm a big Duke basketball fan, the great Duke University, they said this in 2006, and they found that 40% of the actions you take on any given day aren't the result of decisions, but the result of habits. So almost half of what you do every day has to do with your habits. Now, I just told you that whole story. Guess what? All of those are habits. I do them almost every day. Every normal day I have, I, I, I drive the same way to work every day. I go to the same place for, to work at every day. I, I eat basically the same 12 things, you know, every month, right? We just kind of cycle through stuff. I go to the same restaurants. I look at the same people's posts on Instagram and Facebook. I get mad at the same people and post on Facebook every day, right? Like you, 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 it always, it's, it's habits, and the same is true for you. Your choices that you're making are not really choices. They're just habits that you've created. And so we're going to talk about that a little bit tonight. But we talked about last week that all of us really, we have similar goals. If I were to pull everybody in here, uh, I would say that most of us want better relationships. Most of us would want some financial freedom. We would want to be better followers of Jesus. We would kind of have some, we want to be healthier. We would have similar goals, Right. We just went to my, my son and I and Kevin and Sam, we went to the Titans game last night. First Titans experience my son has had, and it was a halfway experience. It was preseason, that doesn't count. So um, we ended up going there. But football season starts in a couple weeks officially. What is the number one goal of every football team? Super Bowl. Win the Super Bowl. Come on, what's the, what's the goal of every football team? Win the Super Bowl. How many Super Bowl winners will there be? One. 
So we can all have similar goals. We can all want the same things, but we're all going to have different results. Why? Because goals don't determine success. Your systems, your habits, that determines success. Goals are great. Goals are amazing. You need to have a goal. But if you don't have the right systems in place, you'll never hit that goal. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm terrible at systems. I'm not an administrative person. Uh, I, I am, Jordan back here is laughing because he knows this. Very, he knows it probably better than anybody in this room. This is not my sweet spot, okay? I love people. I will talk to this chair and invite it to church. You know, that's just what I do. At systems, I'm bad at, but I'm learning that, man, it takes systems to be successful at anything that you do. James Clear of Atomic Habits, he wrote a book called Atomic Habits, Let's do a giveaway this week. We'll give away a copy of that book on our Instagram. Um, and it says, he says, you don't rise to the level of your goals. 31 teams in the NFL this year will not rise to the level of winning a Super Bowl, right? But you fall to the level of your systems. And so the Titans this year better have a dang good system to win a Super Bowl. That's all I gotta say. All right, so I'm very excited about the Titans. It's gonna be great. But you fall to the level of your systems, it's great to have a good goal, but it's better to have good systems to get you to that goal. And when I say systems, I mean habits. What habits have you created in your life to become the person that God wants you to be? And if you haven't created the habits, guess what? You'll never stumble upon that goal. It just won't happen. Habits are the steps that it takes to get to a goal. And so tonight, we're going to talk about a guy named Daniel. Y'all say Daniel. Come on, a little bit louder. Daniel, come on. There we go. Daniel, what is Daniel known for? The lion's den, right? He got thrown into the lion's den. And that's a great story because he gets thrown into a den of lions. I mean, can you imagine? I, I'm, first, I'm allergic to cats. I'd be miserable, right? But I, I, I would also be afraid because lions can mess you up, dude, right? Like they're, they're terrible. And I, can, I, I would imagine if I'm allergic to cats, I'd be allergic to a lion, right? Is that how that works? I don't know. But I feel like I would be, right? And, and I would be miserable and then I would probably die, right? And, but Daniel didn't die. God closed the mouths of all the lions, and he lived to tell the tale. And that's the Sunday school version. We ain't going to talk about the Sunday school version. We're not even going to talk about the lion's den. We're going to talk about what did Daniel do to get to the lion's den? Here's what I know about Daniel. Daniel was the man. Like, he was a leader among, among leaders. He actually was a, a prisoner. They, like, a, a, the Babylon had conquered Israel and taken everybody as captive. And Daniel rose to the top. He was a cut above everybody else. And so he gets there, and there's 120 people that the king has set apart, and that, they, that he has gone, these people got it together, they got it going on, and Daniel was the best of all those 120 people. And so here's what the Bible says about Daniel. And Daniel has some good systems in place. We're going to talk about that in a second. Some good habits. So Daniel, and I'm in Daniel chapter 6, starting in verse 3. Daniel soon proved himself more capable than all the other administrators and the high officers. Because of Daniel's great ability, the king, listen to this, he was a prisoner. He had been taken captive. But because of Daniel's great ability, the king made plans to place him over the entire empire. Like, that's pretty awesome, right? Like, uh, that would be like, I don't even know what that, I mean, can you imagine being placed in, in, in charge of everything that happens in the empire? It's amazing. And Daniel was going to be that. Come on. There we go. Then the other administrators and the high officers began searching for some sort of fault in the way Daniel was handling government affairs. So he had been placed in this job and they, these people were honestly, they were jealous 
And they were like, all right, we got to do something about this. But they couldn't find anything to criticize or condemn. So Daniel had done such a good job. They checked the books. They talked to people he was having meetings with. They talked to his friends. They probably talked to some of his family. I mean, they were talking to everybody, and they couldn't find anything wrong with anything that he did. It was perfect. So here's what it says. His, he was faithful. He was always responsible and completely trustworthy. So they concluded our only chance of finding grounds for accusing Daniel will be in, his, in connection with the rules of his religion. So this guy was so awesome, and he was such a great follower of God, that the only way that they were going to trap him was to make up a rule so that they could catch Daniel in the act of doing something illegal. So here was their plan. They knew that Daniel was a praying man. He prayed several times a day, at the same time every day, and they said, I got it. We know Daniel, without exception, does this every day. We're going to create a law that no one can uh, pray to anybody but the king. And if anyone prays to anybody but the king, they're going to get thrown into the lion's den, and that'll take care of our problem, Daniel, because we know he's going to pray. And so they go to the king, and all of a sudden they're like, king, we know you're awesome, right? Like, you're awesome, right? Like, come on, you're pretty cool. You own all this stuff. Like, you've captured all these countries. You're pretty amazing. Wouldn't it be amazing if everybody prayed to you instead of praying to anyone else? And the king was like, yeah, that sounds awesome. I love this idea. And then they go, you know what? We've already taken care of it. We're going to make it into a law. And if anyone does this, we'll just throw them in the lines and you never have to worry about them again. And the king goes, okay, sounds great, right? So they make this law. If you pray to anyone else except for the king, you are going to get thrown into the lion's den. So here's what happens. But when Daniel learned that the law had been signed, he went home, he knelt down, what's it say? As usual, in his upstairs room with its windows open toward Jerusalem, and he prayed three times a day. What does it say? Just as he had done, always done, just as he had always done. I love that. Because what did Daniel do in the face of adversity? Right? His whole life depended on this. Hey, don't break this rule. But no, Daniel had decided who he was. He was a follower of the one true God. He was going to do the things that people that follow the one true God do. And that meant praying. He had a system in place. He didn't just pray once a day, twice a day. No, he prayed three times a day. And that sounds insignificant. That sounds small. That sounds like it doesn't matter. But let me tell you this tonight. Never underestimate the big thing God can do through one small habit. It didn't say that that Daniel was preaching to thousands of people. He wasn't winning a lot of people over to the Lord. He was No, no, no. All he was doing was praying. But never underestimate the big thing God can do through one small habit. And so tonight, I want to talk to you about how to start a habit. And we're going to get a little scientific. We're going to learn a little bit, okay? We're going to talk about what you can do. This is going to be so practical, okay? It's not, it's not mega, it is spiritual, but it's not going to be super deep, but it's going to be so practical. And I promise you, if you do this, your life can look very, very, very different because never underestimate the big thing God can do through one small habit, one small habit. You know, we have a few habits as a family. I have a personal, a few habits here. I'm going to tell you about them, okay? Uh, and they're nothing crazy, okay? I'm just going to tell you something crazy. Every Friday night, 
without exception, unless we're out of town and we're not in our home. Every Friday night, our family will do family movie night, okay? And sometimes kids are so tired, we'll pause it halfway through, finish it in the morning, right? But every Friday night, we're doing family movie night. And we started this when we moved into our home here back in, uh, in Hendersonville. And so what we've been doing is we started at Snow White, which was the very first feature-length animated film from Disney. And we have been working them in chronological order of their release. And we just did Chicken Little this past Friday, okay? So we've made a long way into this list. We've gone through the dark ages. We're coming out of the dark ages of Disney and into like good stuff like Bolt and Princess and the Frog and what else is next? Tangled, like those sort of things, and Big Bicky Rough Six. We're getting into all the good stuff, which is really fun. Uh, so that's what we do. That's a habit we have. Stephanie makes a dinner that is themed off of the movie, and so this next one takes place, or Chicken Little took place in a ballpark, so we did hot dogs, stuff you would find in a baseball game, you know, and funnel cakes, and that sort of thing. It's not crazy. It's not special, but it's something small that we do. We call, we're not allowed to be on our phones unless... We're looking up something about the movie. That's a rule we have uh, in which we do. I'm like, where did that, I know that voice from somewhere. Where is it? Well, sometimes we'll Google it while we're doing it. Uh, for me, this is a new one for me. Um, we've been working out six days a week. This is our off day, but really we load it or we set up everything and tear it down. I kind of as a workout anyway. All right, so uh, we've been working out every day. And I'm telling you, we've been working out every day. And it's only 45 minutes. It's not long. It's not hard. I drive to the gym. I have someone yell at me for 45 minutes, and I do it with a group of people, and then I go home. I love it now, though. It's been a lot of fun. I'm trying. She said a lot of us came in here heavy. Uh, I think she meant spiritually, but I'm trying to, like, literally come in less heavy every week, all right? So I'm trying, all right? One thing that we, Seth and I do every night is we pray every night before we go to bed. We go to bed together 99% of the night, or 99% of nights. We go to bed together. We pray together. I pray every morning. I have a list I work through, I have an app, but I want to tell you about this app. It's called Pray First. It's free. It is amazing. And uh, it'll guide you through prayer time. It's really great. I use that. I pray every morning after I work out. They have a little hydro bed massager at this place. And I, the only reason I go do that is because it's awesome. And two, I pray. Well, I'm, I send 10 minutes and I pray right there every morning. Another th- habit that we have is that we tithe. We get any sort of income into our family. We sell something on Facebook. Uh, we get a stimulus check. We, we get paid for, for our jobs. Anything that we do, any increase that enters into our house, 10% of it goes to God first, without question. This is what we do. We read our Bibles. I wish I could tell you I did it every single day. I'm like you. I'm not perfect, but I, I read my Bible. It's a habit that I have. All of us have habits, right? Daniel he had, a, he had a habit. That's what set him apart. Three times a day, he would pray without exception, even when it would cost him everything. Never underestimate the big thing God can do through a small habit. Last week, we talked about how, man, we're, 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 a lot of us fail because we set do goals, right? I'm going to lose 20 pounds. I'm going to quit smoking. I'm going to do this thing, all right? Whatever it is, fill in the blank. I'm going to blank. But in reality, those don't work. We talked about how in that book, Atomic Habits, that we're gonna give away this week, I need to keep saying it, we're gonna forget, all right? Um, Because we're bad at systems, all right? So that's why. But he talks about how you don't need to set do goals, you need to set who goals. So instead of saying, I'm gonna lose 20 pounds, I'm gonna say, no, I'm a healthy person. And healthy people exercise. 
Healthy people eat right. Healthy people will start to lose weight if they do those things, right? And so every day on my Instagram, you can follow me, at, at Clint Lambert, shout out right there. You can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, wherever you like. And uh, I, every day I post, I'm a healthy person and I'm going to exercise. And I put a little dot next to our 21-day challenge that we're doing right now. I do it every day because I, I have to or I'm going to forget and it's not going to turn into a habit. Maybe for you, you want to be financially free. Maybe that's the who you want to become. Maybe for you, you just want to have a committed relationship with somebody. You want to be a married person. You want to be whatever it is, right? You want to be a great father. You want to be a great mom. You want to be a healthy person. You want to be a person that's clean, that's sober, that stops smoking, that stops drinking. If that's a problem for you, you stop doing this thing. You stop this addiction that you have. So we're going to say, hey, I'm not trying to quit smoking. You're going to say, no, I don't smoke. And you're going to identify as a person that doesn't do it. So we're going to add to that this week. So based on who you want to become, what is one habit that you can start to help you get there? That's what we're going to talk about tonight. So I want everyone to take 10 seconds. All right, I'm serious. Get out your phones. Get out pen and paper. I don't care what it is. Get Right now, everybody get out your phones, pen and paper, everything. And I want you to take 10 seconds. I want you to write down who you want to become. Who you want to become, all right? 10 seconds, go. Everybody got it? Who do you want to become? And let me just encourage you. There's one habit you're gonna start this week to start to become that person. I'm gonna give you permission. It is okay to start small. You have my permission, you have God's permission, you have any, start small. In fact, I don't want you to start big. So maybe for you, you're not gonna hit the snooze button. You wanna be more productive person. Productive people don't hit the snooze button 10 times. They get up when their alarm goes off, right? So maybe your one habit, this is the one, this week, don't hit your snooze button. Now, and don't be messing with me right now and go, I typically try to wake up at 5.30, I'm just gonna set my alarm till seven now. No, no, no. Set it at 5.30 and hit, don't hit the snooze button. That's so small, that's so easy. Uh, maybe for you, Bible before Instagram. Before I get on Instagram, I will read my Bible. Why? Because I'm a Christ follower. That's what you're gonna do. Maybe for you, I'm gonna just wake up 15 minutes earlier. Like I just, I don't have time. I'm just gonna wake up 15 minutes earlier. Uh, maybe for you, you want to be a person that cares. Well, that one habit you can start, write one text message one thank you note a day to somebody and let them know how much you love them. Hey, thank you so much. Man, you did such an awesome job at church this week. I love, not, don't say it to me, send it to Joey, right? Like you did such a great job. Man, we love worshiping with you. It's great, boom. Maybe for you, you're a person that wants to be organized. Make your bed when you wake up every day. We do this every morning, we make our bed. And we started this year, right? We've kept it nearly every day unless we're at a hotel and someone else can do it, right? But when we're at home, we make our bed every day. The rest of the house looks like a bomb went off, okay? I'm just gonna be honest. But by God, the bed is made and it feels great in our room when we go in to go to bed at night, all right? Uh, maybe for you, you, you wanna be a godly example to your teen, to your kids. Well, guess what? Start a Bible plan with them. Download the YouVersion Bible app. Start a Bible plan with them and just read it. It doesn't have to be weird. It doesn't have to be super strange. No, just read the Bible with them. All right, maybe for you, you want to be a person that's focused. Start the day. Write down three things. I want to accomplish these three things today, and it'll give you something to focus on. Or, you, man, I, I want to be a healthy person. Stop drinking Cokes. Stop drinking soft drinks. 
Work out. Just go walk, you know. Walk somewhere, right? That park far away when you get to work and just walk in. That's your habit. I'm talking, I'm telling you, start slow, okay? Don't try to, don't try to eat the elephant in one bite. No, no, no. Start with one bite, okay? We're going to start slow. Why? Because I want you to be the person that God wants you to be. But if you're going to become the person that God wants you to become, you got to change some things about your life. It, you don't just trip and fall into a godly life. No. You start small. Like this right here. My man Ryan brought this. It had more pieces, but we couldn't get it to work. So y'all pray that this works. I just took this off its mark. So if this doesn't work, we'll pretend it did and we'll clap and it'll be great, okay? But you see this right here. This is tiny. Like, it's not that big. You know, I, I could, you wouldn't even know I'm holding it, right? Well, yeah, I guess you would now that I've already shown it to you. But it's really small, right? It's that big. This is actually a pretty big piece of wood compared to that, right? Like, and if I, if I did this, it doesn't do anything. Like, it, it doesn't knock down that piece. Uh, but if we start small and we consistently do these small things over time, all of a sudden, this little piece can knock over the big piece. Thank God that that worked. All right, I'm very happy that worked. Yeah, come on, yeah. Ryan, thank you, man. But seriously, this little piece made a big difference once it got down the line. Your little habit that you're gonna start and you're gonna keep doing, it's called the compound effect. I recommended that book last week, right? Okay, if you cut out creamer in your coffee, that might equal, what, 15 calories, 20 calories? I don't know. I don't do, I'm a man, I drink coffee black, all right? So unless it's a Cuban then I'd go off the rails right there, okay? But you put cream in your coffee. Let's say that adds up to 20 calories every time you have a cup of coffee every day. Well, 20 calories times 365 is, anybody good at math in here? That's a lot, right? Well, you, all of a sudden, you cut that little thing out, that one little thing. You just want to be a little healthier? Cut that cream out. Well, now 20 times 365 that's pretty good. That's a lot of calories you're not eating every year. That's called the compound effect. If you consistently do a small thing over time, you consistently read your Bible just a little bit every day over time, guess what? It's going to add up and you're going to be able to do some big things through that small habit. Well, some of you, you're like me and you're going, Clint, I'm just not a systems guy. I couldn't care less about any of this stuff that you're talking about. I'm just, I don't do systems. Let me just tell you, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Here's your system, right? If you're, if you're not a systems person, you're like me. So I can tell, I, can, I know what your system is. You woke up today, you mean, you're like, thank God, I don't have to go to church in the morning. We're going to church at night. I'm gonna sleep in a little bit. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. All of a sudden you do this. Oh man, it is 3.45. Church starts in 15 minutes. All of a sudden you're frantic. You're getting your kids ready. You're trying to shower. You're trying to get here on time. And you've yelled at every person in your family on the way to church today. And you finally get here. You got here a little late because of all that. And you're gonna get home. You're a little frazzled. You're gonna get home. You're not gonna sleep well because you didn't have a lot of, you didn't really have a restful day. You didn't really do much. And all of a sudden you're gonna get up tomorrow, you're going to hit the snooze button again, and you're going to get started a little late, and the whole cycle starts over again. Guess what? That's your system. The results you're getting, you have a system perfectly designed to get the results that you're getting right now. So even if you don't think you're a systems person, you are. You just have bad systems. And so we're going to help you get some good systems. We're going to help you get some good habits. And so in order to talk about that, we're going to get a little nerdy. We're going to talk about the habit loop. Y'all say habit loop. I'm on habit loop. Now, this is how habits work, and this is scientific. You can do all the research you want on it. This is what it is, all right? I'm telling you. It all starts with this, a cue and a trigger. 
So you see something, and that could be walking by the fridge. Every time you walk by the fridge, you open the fridge, you eat the thing that's inside the fridge that you shouldn't have, you set the fridge, and your cue was just walking by the fridge. It might be the smell that you smell. It might be, uh, let's see, it might be right when you wake up, you touch your phone. Well, now that you've touched your phone, your brain is triggered. Oh, now I go to Instagram. I go to Facebook. I go to my email. I go to anything else, right? I do that, right? Maybe for you, it's right when you go to bed. You have something that triggers you. Uh, maybe for you, if this sounds uh, familiar to anybody, that person on Facebook or Instagram that you don't like says something dumb again, right? And all of a sudden, you're triggered. You're cued. Like, oh, I, gotta, I gotta say something. I can't help it, right? You're cued. You're triggered. Well, all of a sudden, when you do that, you got the action. So you smell the smell, you go by that gas station that you always buy cigarettes at, uh, you always, uh, you, you, you see that person pop up on Instagram, you, 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 whatever the trigger is, all of a sudden, you do the action. That's when you eat the second hamburger, right? That's when you snap on your coworker. That's when you send that message or comment on that thread. That's when you spend the money to make you feel better. You go to Target and you go buy the stuff that you don't need anymore, right? But the spending makes you feel a little bit better. And you get, all of a sudden, you, you do the action. And man, the next part's good. You get the reward. You get the sugar high. You get a full belly, right? Like you feel better. You let someone have it. And you're like, man, I needed that, right? Like that was really good. You get the reward, and the reward really is rewarding. And it's awesome. It's awesome to experience that. And then guess what? It starts all over again. And all of a sudden, you have this habit. It's cued by something small. And now you have this action, you have this reward, and then it just keeps going and keeps going. Guess what? That works the negative way. It also works the positive way. Here's what we're going to talk about the rest of the night. How about we put healthy cues and healthy triggers in place? And then that drives us to do a healthy action that has a great reward, that's actually rewarding and does something for our life. And then it happens all over again. So here's what we're going to do. Here's how you start a new habit. Everyone should have your phone out. Write this down. This is great stuff right here, okay? Here we go. You're going to make it obvious, and you're going to make it easy. You're going to make your trigger obvious. You're going to make your cue obvious, and you're going to make the action easy. Does this make sense so far? This is so simple, but I promise you it's going to help you. Let's talk about make it obvious. We're going to make it obvious. If you want to change what you do, you have to change what you see. If you want to change what you do, you have to change the cue, all right? If you want to change what you do, you have to change your cue. So maybe for you, I just, my goal, I want to be a person that reads more. That's who you want to be. Well, guess what? When you wake up in the morning, this is so easy. When you wake up in the morning, put the book you want to read on your pillow. Make it obvious. Because when you go to bed that night, guess what? You're going to roll up and you're going to see that there's a book on your pillow and it's going to cue you. It's going to trigger you. Ah, I'm a person that reads now. So now I got I to gotta read, right? Uh, maybe for you, uh, it's something else. Like you need to, uh, maybe you want to be a person that uh, wants to take their vitamins or something. Well, guess what? Put the vitamins in your car on your steering wheel. You can't leave the house without taking that thing off the steering wheel. You're now touching it. It's so obvious. It's right there. You can't ignore it. Maybe for you, you're a person that you want to read your Bible. You want to pray more. You want to do more for God. Well, man, before you do anything else, how about you just dish your phone Bible for a second, even though that's really easy and I don't have anything against it? Get a real Bible. 
And if you can't get a real Bible, I'll buy you one. I'll have it sent to your house. It'll be there on Tuesday. I promise you, okay? And you can have a Bible and get your real Bible out. Put that thing in the bathroom because we all know that that's the first place we go when we get out of bed anyway, right? And you got to see it. Then you're going to take that Bible. You're going to go, all right, here it is. It's obvious. It's right here. And the next thing is you're going to make it easy. Come on. Sometimes she doesn't like me. Okay, you're going to make it easy. This is where I'm going to give you permission. A lot of times we want to get, if we're on a staircase that has 10 steps, we want to go from step one to step 10 instantly. Well, that's not, this is not how this is going to work, okay? We're going to make it obvious, but we're going to make it easy. Why? Because I wanted to get you some wins under your belt. I want you to understand, like, I can do this. This is sustainable for me. And don't forget the compound effect. If I do this easy thing over and over every day, it's going to make a big difference later. So we're going to make it super, super easy. Don't say, I'm going to read the whole Bible next week. No, 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 no. Next week, read one verse a day. That's it, Clint? Yes, that is it. I want to pray more. Pray for one minute a day. One minute a day. I want a better marriage. Go on one date night a month. One. I'm not asking to go out every night. Go on one date night a month. Put your phone away at night. Talk to each other. You don't have to watch Married at First Sight, even though we're doing it, though. We're watching, we're watching Married at First Sight. I love it. I like watching people's drama. All right, so that's my guilty pleasure. But do it, right? I'm not asking you to do something crazy. I'm just asking you to do something small. Maybe I, I want to be a person that journals more. Man, I'll tell you, I, I, I got in the habit of journaling, got out of the habit of journaling. I'm kind of back in the habit of journaling now. It makes such a big difference. But guess what? I'm not going, dear diary, today Stephanie hurt my feelings and I'm really, no, no, no. I'll write down a few things. Write down one sentence in your journal. That's it. You want to save more money. You want to pay off debt. Pay, don't go to Starbucks this week and pay all that money towards your debt. Even if it's $12, guess what? $12 over a bunch of weeks adds up. It's going to happen. I'm telling you, your life can change. Start small. I told you I've been working out. Thomas goes, Jess goes, Steph goes, uh, and we, we were, I mean, we're there almost every day. I feel like it's my second home. And I honestly have grown to love it. I'm gonna be honest, I'm really proud of myself, so don't come down on me on anything. I'm happy about it. I think it's great. I feel awesome. Uh, and the reason why I feel awesome is because I'm going to these classes. They're like these HIT classes. Y'all know what HIT is? It's high-intensity interval training. They're terrible. I'm just going to tell you right now, I, they're terrible. And they make you do things that I see that these trainers that he could hide behind this podium right here. He's so small. And he's like, all right, we're going to do 100 pull-ups today. And I'm like, what are you smoking, dude? That's impossible. Or he'll say, we're going to do this. And I'm like, there's no way that this can do that, right? Like, this just ain't going to happen. But you know what they do every time? They go, hey, you don't have to do that. We're going to modify it. We're going to make it to where you can do it so that you can get some wins under your belt and you can actually do something. I'm giving you permission tonight. Modify a habit. If you're not getting it done the way you need to be getting it done, modify it a little bit. Maybe you're not ready to read the whole Bible in one year. I would love that for you, but modify it. Start with one verse a day. 
Start with praying for one minute a day. And I'm telling you, what's going to happen is you're going to go, man, I love this. I need more of this. And you're going to find yourself reading more, connecting with God more, serving more, making church a priority, make giving a priority. Maybe for you, we get up here and we talk about tithing sometimes. You're like, there's no way I could tithe. Okay, don't start with 10%. I would love for you to start with 10%. That's what God tells you to do. Start with one. Let's start with 1%. Just for, let's start with 1%. Let's just get you in the habit of doing it. And then next year, let's bump it up to 5%. And then next year, let's bump it up to 10%. Come on, let's, let's get there together. It's all about the journey. It's all about the, 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 the modification of this so you can be successful. And so here's what I want you to do. I want you to create some cues that are a little different, okay? And you're going to say, I will blank after I blank, all right? So in here is going to go your action. Remember the habit loop? I will read my Bible after I make my coffee. So now you make your coffee in the morning. All of a sudden that triggers you and you go, man, I'm gonna go read my Bible now. And that's a healthy trigger. That's getting you into a great habit. After I blank, I will do blank. And God, I'm telling you, he's gonna use this. It's time for us to create some new cues, some new triggers so that we can get closer to God. Not even on a spiritual level, but maybe you just wanna be healthier. You know what? I... After I get my butt out of bed, I'm going to the gym and I'm working out. That's what I've been doing. And now waking up is that trigger for me. Oh, got to go to the gym now, right? Like I got to go do that. But after I blank, I will do blank. I want you to, for real, I want you to write that down and start small. For Daniel, after I eat breakfast, I'm going to pray. After I have lunch, I'm going to pray. After I have dinner, I'm going to pray, which by the way, that dude was eating vegetables. He wasn't eating meat and all this crazy stuff. He was eating the Daniel fast diet, which is awful to do, right? But it triggered him into doing the right thing. And you can do it too. Start small. This verse that I'm about to show you has become uh, something that I have gone back to. I've clung, clinged to. I don't know what the right word is. I've uh, taken hold of it, all right? And it's this. It says, and this is in Zechariah 4.10. Do not despise these small beginnings. Some of us, we don't like starting small because we can't see the results. But God is saying, listen, don't despise starting small. There's nothing wrong with starting small. You know what? This is just a moment of vulnerability. Uh, Starting our church in the pandemic does not lend itself to, you're not gonna explode with growth and that bothers me. That bothered me big time when we first started. And I would be like, God, why isn't our church growing? Why isn't this happening? And he would remind me, hey, don't despise the small beginnings. God, why haven't I lost 10 pounds yet? Don't despise, God said, no, no, no. Don't despise the small beginnings. For the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. Don't despise this. God doesn't care about the results as much as you do. He cares about you getting engaged into who he is. And so he just wants to see the work start. And once we start working, you know what the Bible says? Oh, I love this verse. It says, at the right time, you will reap a harvest if you don't give up. It says, don't grow tired in doing good. Don't grow tired in doing the small thing that's going to make a big difference. Don't grow tired in that because at the right time, God is going to bring a harvest to you. You will start to see your life change. You will start to see the weight come off. You will start to see some freedom in this part of your life. You're going to see it. 
if you don't give up. He's just happy to see the work begin. Just begin to work this week. Start small. You don't have to worry about getting too crazy into it. Just do something simple and small. And I promise you, God will use it in a big way. And so that's my challenge to you this week. Find one thing that you can do this week that's a good habit to start so that you can start becoming the person that God has created you to be. But it's going to take for us, it's going to take us to do something about it and to be consistent in it. And I promise you, God's going to use it for his glory. He's going to turn you into a person you wouldn't even believe, you wouldn't even recognize. I love that. Come on, y'all pray with me. Jesus, we love you. I thank you that you never let us stay where we are. But you're always pushing us to go further. You're always pushing us to be something better and more. It's called sanctification in the Bible. That's a big word. But that means that you're always making us better. You're always making us more like yourself. And that's what this is really all about. And God, I pray this week that we can start something small and keep something small. And I pray for some life change to happen in this room. God, we love you. We thank you. It's in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Come on, y'all give God a hand tonight. Hey, love you guys so much. Hey, this is gonna be an amazing week. I'm gonna say it right now. It's gonna be a great week. We're gonna have some awesome, I want people to come back next week and just be like, man, that was a good week. You can have a great week. I believe it. And I really hope that you can change your life. You can start changing your life this week. Start one habit and see what God does. But hey, we're going to start the growth track in here. Give us about 10 minutes. And if you want to help, actually, we got some tables over here that need to be rolled out and set up right here. So if you are able, if y'all could help us to get that set up, that would be great. And uh, if you want to be a part of the growth track, stick around. Other than that, we love you. We'll see you next uh, Sunday at four o'clock. All right, see you later.